When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He's bad. He's beautiful. He's crazy. It's Rich Eisen. The best thing about us, though, is it's about us. That is the new slogan for RES Consulting. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Is he comeback player of the year? Russ, he's 34 to 1, Russell Wilson. Comeback player of the year? Yeah. See, people are even thinking it's possible. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show, host of Pro Football Talk, Mike Florio. Coming up, actor Omar J. Dorsey. Fox Sports Rules Analyst, Dean Blandino. Plus, your phone calls, latest news, and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Yes, sir. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial here on the program. We're about to take a couple calls, and then it's our overreaction Monday on Tuesday. Hey, now. Yeah, baby. Overreaction Monday pod uh, is up for everybody to listen to. Brockman had you had, you, were, you, you had a lot of good ones this past time oh, around. thank you. Well, I didn't go higher register to make you it sound not. surprising. You were, you were being serious because I kind of felt coming in that I was like, oh, man, it's week 12. Not sure I love these, but they were good. You were into it. Thank they you. were really good. Thank Everybody you. should check it out. It's just like a straight half hour cappuccino shot of hot takes. Yep. Um, and some of them I actually agreed with. <laughs> and um, and so check that out. Where all podcasts can be acquired. Peter King will be the guest of Susie and Amy for the latest edition of What the Football. That will be on our YouTube page and all of your mobile devices. If you subscribe or follow, as they say now, and I appreciate if you do that. So check that out wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Omar Dorsey is in the new Max show, Bookie. It's tough for me to say. This is, this is an this has HBO show written all over oh, it. Oh, this is going to be I mean? so good. So uh, Sebastian Maniscalco plays a bookie, and Omar Dorsey um, plays, I guess, the muscle of the operation. Nick Bakai, who is one of my favorite humans on the planet, uh, he is the showrunner and writer along with Chuck Lorre. He's in studio hour uh, in hour three on Thursday's show with a tale of the tape mm. from back in the old Sports Center days. We're going to go turn the clock back here, um, but uh, at any rate, Omar Dorsey will be here in about uh, eighteen minutes' time to talk about that show and uh, and everything else. Hour number three, Dean Blandino, the former head of NFL refs, now Fox Rules analyst, will be here in studio talking about what everyone's talking about officiating in the state of it in the NFL. Um, let's go to the phone lines just to prove that I can talk about things I don't want to talk about. Ohio Jay is in Florida, back here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, Ohio Jay? Hey, Rich. It's a pleasure talking to you. I, first, I want to commend you on the Marconi Award. Oh, I also thank you. I want to commend your, your team, TJ, uh, Michael V, and the CB, Chris Brockman. Um, Thank you, I'm calling Jake. to talk about the Eisen curse okay. that has happened fairly primarily from the second week of the season. What is that? What do you got? Well, uh, you may remember when Nick Chubb was on your show. Uh, oh, the reason I'm watching your show is my daughter's a fantasy football lady. Okay. And hey, Jeff, uh, Dad, watch this show. Anyway, um, great. I'm You're a smart you daughter. Show. Um, you have a smart daughter, Ohio Jay, and I have a feeling you're about to prove to me that you're a little too smart yourself. Go for it. What <laughs> well, do you got? Speaking of too smart, too smart myself. Uh, if I can say something nice about TJ, I used to cr- travel around the country, and TJ is the most reasonable, rational Dallas fan I ever met. Okay. Um, <laughs> as far as Chris, um, Chris can kind of go by the uh, the phrase. Uh, I'm not going to apologize for being bright and right. Okay. All right. And then Michael D, uh, uh, picture Michael D, because I was a tech guy, but Michael D is far better looking than, than I ever was. Oh, oh wow. Hey, oh, hey. Ohio Mike. Thank you. Oh, no, that's Ohio Hi, Jay. 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 I'm yes. sorry, Mike. You're, you're New Jersey, Mike. I was Mike. thinking of Miami, Mike. My, oh, my God. My, I'm sorry. So so Jay. you're saying Nick Chubb came on the show as he gets blown out, and then just we had Josh Dobbs Monday, and, and he had a four-interception game. Is that your point, that we're, we're the mush? Uh, yeah, but it's deeper than that when you oh, had no. your kids on. Uh, Baker and Brock, they lost that week. Um, and the Ravens safety, when he was on three or four weeks ago, when I saw the Ravens safety on your show, I said, if the, bro- if the curse is true, 
Cleveland will win that game. Hmm. And it was true. Geno Stone was on, and then they lost to the lost to the Browns. Wow. Uh, Excuse me, sir. (laughs) Ohio Jay, just to let you know, just to let you know the way this works, okay, around here, is because I am fortunate enough to have the role of being the studio host of Monday Night Football on Westwood One, I interview players for both teams. So unless there's a tie, there is an interview subject on this show for every Monday Night Football who wins as well. Why so negative, Ohio Jay? <laughs> Why so negative? I think he's very positive. Well, I used to be a I was a Browns fan back in the day. No, no. We're talking about uh, okay. uh, Tepper and talking about Bryce versus uh, mm-hmm. C.J. Stroud. Okay, it reminded me, and this would be more of a, a Siciliano comment. It reminded me when the Browns took Tim Couch. Really? I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, um, I know. That, that, and thanks for the call, Ohio Jay. And I appreciate you paying attention and saying hi to your daughter. Is that who's watching us? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Very smart. And I, Ohio Jay, very smart with the comments he said about me. Well, I just didn't want to ask him a little bit. Just because he's so kind, even though he's pointing out the negative. There's a glass half empty that Nick Chubb was on and then his knee got blown out. The glass half full is we had T.J. Watt on and he won. You know what I mean? Like So we, yeah, could, we could keep going on and on about that. Yeah. You know, I have a photographic memory about who's been on, right? Jared Goff came on. He won. He beat Green Bay. He beat the pants off of Green Bay. Remember that? No. He's pointing it out. All right. Yeah, but our, <laughs> our, our, but our last guy was Josh Dobbs, and unfortunately. But as, I know that, and I, I, I uh, just want to – didn't want to ask him if he was a Buckeye fan. <laughs> I have a feeling if he just stayed on another minute, we'd hey, be out there. Yeah. <laughs> So Say there's all of chest. that. But, you know, we can talk about the negative. You're on the show. Hmm. I thought he was very positive. Because when it all comes down to it, we, we have a new slogan around here, right, The best Mike? thing about us, though, is it's about us. It is. <laughs> that is the best thing about us <laughs> is that <laughs> it's about us. I don't know why I hit donkey. You know? I just like that. I don't know what the donkey is about. about it. Well, we're donkeys. I By think. the way, yeah. speaking yeah. of the donkey real quick, we, we, we talked about Arnold's donkey. We forgot, Chris, he also has a mini horse at the crib. Completely forgot about the Didn't mini horse. Didn't know about that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I was out of the country when that was yeah. a uh, a huge rage that he was on the Manning, Manning cast. Yeah, yeah and all of a sudden his donkey popped in and just started feeding it. That's eh, great. Yeah. yeah. And I Eli and Peyton had no idea what was happening. Donkey! <laughs> TJ there you go. And then Eli it's was on with Susie, and we asked Eli, hey, what was that about? He's like, I don't know. I didn't know if I was supposed to ask the donkey a question. Like, it was pretty funny. That was good. Well, Eli's a funny Eli guy. Eli was a funny guy. Also, Rich, Eli said that he wasn't going to do the interview, but then he heard Susie was hosting, so he decided to do oh, it. Oh, is that what he said? Yeah. yeah. So, I appreciate that. I'm, I'm sure so Susie enjoyed that. That's literally the Mannings only come on when you're not here. Yeah. And that was the By first the way, thing he that said. Is he true. Yes. Yeah. That is true. Didn't Peyton come like that when we were really young as a show, like year one, right? Susie was hosting. Susie was and, guest and, and hosting Peyton and on. Peyton came on. And then I think this is the second time with Eli and Susie. Right. Yep. And she's like, yeah. she's she's always like, you know, if, if you want them, <laughs> you can have. I mean, like, you know, like I don't want to. doing you a favor. Like, you, know, you can have them. <laughs> no, but it's just a rare that, you know, spouses at home are like, you know, Hey, the age celebrity guests, you know, when, when I'm hosting, I'd like to, you know, is that all right if we, we could do that? Yeah. Didn't Ryan Leaf also get You know, and, and I'm, I'm like, you know, would you mind if I have yeah. the, you know, A-list guest? Is that all right? Yep. And Ryan Leaf got Peyton. Right. So. Yeah. You're yeah. O for Mannings. You thought you were the third Archie's fourth son, but I don't know. I don't know. I need to take a look at that. Yeah. All right. So uh, here we are on a Tuesday, and that means we're still overreacting. Yeah. Uh, we, we've, I don't know if you've noticed. With our podcast, Advent, we've moved this segment to Tuesday, and I think it's working out very well. I don't think that's an overreaction I agree, as well. Not Hit an it. overreaction. Hit it. That was terrible. That was crap. That was garbage. This place sucks. Overreaction. Mondays. Monday. All right, Christopher, what do you have over hey there guys, on a Tuesday? Happy Tuesday. What's happening? What up, G? You know, I'm thinking. I'm still thinking about Sunday Night Football, and I remember all the rumors last year about Sean Payton kind of getting back into the mix. The Chargers blew it, not backing up the Brinks truck for Sean Payton. <sighs> blew it. By the way, I, I, that, that was my uh, Najee Harris imitation right there. <laughs> You're going to wait 10 seconds I before answering? Yeah. Well, I just did. And I made a guttural noise. I mean, how do you disagree with this? 
How do you disagree with this? I imagine Sean Payton wouldn't have minded to stay put in Southern California. I think that was the rumor, right? And, he preferred to stay. And, and coach up Justin Herbert, who's younger than Russ. I imagine. And you kind of see the turnaround. That I don't know. Had the Again, last, uh, five, you know, I said Walmart money is different. I clearly, though. you know, I, I, I don't know. Money's money, TJ. This, like you put the yeah, Spanos family on a, on a, on a sodium pentothal, and you know, hey, did you just not want to pay dead money, or didn't want to pay all that much money? Is it a combination of all things, or did you, or, or wait for it? I know this is crazy to a lot of people, but they just like Brandon Staley. And at a read of the locker room, and maybe Justin Herbert likes Brandon Staley. I I don't know. As yeah, you know, Sean, there's only Payton, an iceberg, and we only yeah. see the tip. Sean Payton has the, the Chargers eight and three. Guess what? You're gonna make all that money back with a hey, full stadium. If Denver makes the playoffs this year after starting one and four and giving up 70 points in falling to zero and three, while the Chargers miss the playoffs entirely and by a wide margin. That is going to be, you know, maybe the coach's version of what's going on in Carolina with C.J. Stroud envy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it costs the coach a job. So that may be it. But I don't know how you could call this an overreaction right now. What else, Chris? Yeah, something uh, Ohio, Ohio J, Mike. It's not Ohio, Mike. It was Ohio J. Something One of our just, callers. Something he just said, and it hurts me to say this more than, you know, coming out. The job, the Josh Dobbs carriage has turned into a pumpkin. Oh, stop it. I even saw my buddy uh, Sam Farmer say, uh, you know, he was tweeting out that you're uh, – the valet just pulled the pumpkin up or something like that. Something to that related. I saw that tweet. I mean, even Kevin O'Connell said they're I heard look, that. Gonna look at everything. Yeah, maybe gonna maybe look at everything. Nick Mullins gets a start this week. It was fun while it lasted. Jeez. Four quarters will turn that around like that? NFL, baby. That was an ugly four quarters. It was an ugly four quarters. Not for long. Oh, man. It was, it was pretty bad. I'm calling this an overreaction. And we love him. Obviously. I'm calling this an overreaction. I think it's over. Uh, or maybe just give him the bye week. See what's what. Give him the bye week. See what's up. Mm. Come on now. Let's go. Josh Dobbs. Astro Dobbs. We're not giving up on him just yet. And by the way, if, you know, Brian Flores actually continues to blitz and keep Justin Fields sped up so Luke Getze calls yet another behind the line of scrimmage bubble screen or whatever the hell they were calling wide receiver screens then maybe you know they win this game and DJ Moore's not wide open down the field and then Josh Dobbs is a winner and they're seven and five not six and six and we're talking about how gritty and gutty he was to actually find Hawkinson in the end zone and give him the lead but that's not the case, that's is not, it? That's not so what we're talking about I'll call about that today. an overreaction and ask you to move on, sir. How dare you even put me in this position? All right, talking about the Bears, Rich, you just mentioned Justin Fields. Guess what? The Bears are going to keep the number one pick this time and take a franchise quarterback. I want to talk about this a little bit later in the show when we have a little bit more runway, but this is an overreaction at this point in time. Mm. At this juncture, when the Bears have several more games left, I, I would... I would say it wouldn't be an overreaction if you said the Bears are going to use the remaining games of this season as an audition for Justin Fields. It's not reasonable reaction Tuesday. I understand that. Yeah. So I will just call this an overreaction and see how Fields finishes up. Putting a ball on the ground twice last night no bueno. in back-to-back possessions in the second half. I mean, come on. But he also has an escapability that is uncommon, I think you could say. And he also is um, somebody who has a cannon for an arm if the offensive coordinator trusts him to, to do it. So I, I can't sit here and say that that's a, a given right now. I'll call that an overreaction at present. What else, Chris? Rich? Yes. Chris? Sean McDermott, we like him. Member of the Bald Brotherhood. He's out? He's coaching the rest of this year for his job in 2024. All right. Uh, I, I think that that is true. I think that's true. I, I think the Bills make the playoffs. He's he's cool. He's good. 
Yeah, it, you gotta it, win a playoff game. Uh, right? Do you really? I, even, I mean, look, Marty Schottenheimer got fired after going 14 and 2. Well, nothing is guaranteed. I got you. He's out of coordinators to to, to switch. He's out of change. fall guys. Uh, oh, fall guys. Um, I'll, I'll agree with that. I'll agree with that. Man, what a schedule they have, too. Brutal. Down the stretch. It ain't easy. It's kind of like the first six games the Jets had. Yeah. And unfortunately, the Bills couldn't do what the Jets did, which is beat the Eagles. <laughs> still one of the wildest is the, stupid, is the, results of the 2023 calendar year. That's still so in the much. clubhouse, pal. This game that that's we still love so that's much. still your clubhouse leader. It's stupid. And 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 the, the one knocking on the door saying, you know, I think we shot the same round, so we should have we should be tied in clubhouse leader of strangest result of 2023 is the one win Bryce Young has right. is against CJ Stroud. Yeah. What else, Chris? Whack. All right. One monster, huge game this week. 49ers, Eagles. Winner of that game is going to win the Super Bowl. That's an overreaction. Come on, man. I thought you were going to say he's going to win the one seed. No. And even Super then, even Bowl. that would be a stretch because the, the Bills, you know, could not do the Niners a favor and get the Niners within one game of the Eagles prior to this game. You know, the 49ers. I, it's a two-game lead. Uh, the Eagles healthy, have 100% health. There, we could argue the best team in the league. The Eagles. Everyone, you know, talking smack. Well, we didn't have Brock Purdy. That's why you beat us. Boom! They beat this team you, at full strength. Boom! Super Bowl. I know what you're it, saying. I get. I, I understand your 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 theory here, but you do realize the three-game losing streak for the 49ers may wind up costing them. Um, a home game against the Eagles in the playoffs. Basically, that three-game losing streak may be, at the end, the root cause of why this is the first of two times San Francisco is going to try and beat Philadelphia in Philadelphia. They might, you know, you know, they, they, they'll need to win this game and maybe get help from Dallas the following week. You know, Philadelphia has also a game at Seattle, maybe the 12s, figure out how to, you know, get help the uh, Seahawks pass the goal line in that one. But I, I feel the fact that they're two behind Philadelphia, even if they win this game, they're still going to have to go back to Philly in the playoffs and do it again. And then there's, oh, well, oh, yeah, the matter of the AFC, too. Eh. Okay. Overreaction. You got any more? What last, else? Last one. Last one. Uh, I think maybe this guy should be the number one pick. Marvin Harrison Jr., he could show up on an NFL team this week. Boom. Play him on Sunday and be a top 10 receiver in the league. For the rest of the, the year. The rest of the year. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, it would uh, depend on the NFL team. Like, it's oh, so it depends on the scheme, the quarterback? Well, you put Any him on the team. Panthers. That's well, not true. Oh, come on. He is the best no. player on the Panthers. You put Marvin Harrison How about on the Jets? How about that? You want to, he could call up Garrett Wilson, and, and, and no. Garrett will give him an earful. No. You put him on the Kansas City Chiefs right now? Yes. He's the best player on any team. Top 10 receiver rest of the year. Well, Michigan certainly defensed him, defended him like, like that type of receiver. They, he said he's never seen coverage like that. And I'm sitting there. I'm I'm sitting there home saying, why isn't Ohio State throwing more to him? And apparently, they they the Michigan just was all over him, and he still had significant moments in he that was game. His arm dragged out and caught a 40 yard bomb one handed while Dude, falling to the ground. Uh, he is spectacular. He is special. He is scary to defend and you know root against for sure. Um, but you know. If this happens, right, if he is a top 10 receiver in the NFL next year when he is coming to the NFL, again, that might make him offensive rookie of the year, which would give us three straight offensive rookies of the year in the NFL who lost their last game in Michigan <laughs> as Ohio State Buckeyes. So that'll be great. Rich, you didn't play in the game. I'm not, you know, you know done. That, right? I'm not done dispensing fun, fun facts. You shouldn't be. You shouldn't. More fun facts to come. Overreaction Monday. Our podcast is sponsored by Game Time. And Game Time Tickets is a great way for you to get tickets easily to events near you or even out of town. If you are traveling for the holiday season, you should see who's in the town that I'm going to visit. 
Could there be a concert? Could there be a theater event? Could there be some sporting event going on? I'm bringing the family. It is perfect for this time of year, especially because, number one, if you're on a budget, you get to see all-in prices. Your total is shown up front, so you know you're getting a great deal before you check out. And two, there's a matter of a, a promo code. Use my name, Rich, to get $20 off your first purchase. Take the guesswork right out of buying tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create the account, and make sure you redeem the code R-I-C-H for $20 off. Restrictions apply. Visit GameTime.co for terms. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. The new show bookie, Omar Dorsey, is coming up in studio to talk about it. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Back now on the Rich Eisen Show radio network, part of our Roku stream. I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. We just showed a hilarious clip from the new show, Bookie, that debuts again on Max with two episodes on Thursday. And you can see Max right here on Roku. New episodes airing Thursday. One of the stars, Omar J. Dorsey, here on the Rich Eisen Show. Good to see you. So glad to be back, Rich. What a great, fun hey, show. Listen, you got Chuck Lorre, Nick Bakai, Sebastian Maniscalco. I yeah. mean, it's like three of the funniest human beings ever created. They are indeed. And, like, it's just a hoot every day on set, and we're just throwing things back and forth. As you saw with the clip, um, you know, it's just about his two best friends who bust each other chops. Yep. On a daily basis. This is a, it's a workplace comedy. It just happens to be the workplace is the streets of L.A. And we're trying to get our money from these people who are degenerates. <laughs> gamblers. Some of them if are gamblers. Gamblers. Some of them try to just run away from us. Right. Those are the, no, we like the regular gamblers. Yes, indeed. The ones who are hiding from us are the worst. Now, did you do any research for this gig? Oh, man, you know, I've done research over the last 43 years. <laughs> Since I was five years old, I've had a bookie. Yeah, man, I, uh, it's so crazy because uh, uh, my old bookie, uh, he, he's like, you, you want a show about me? I was like, yeah, yeah. So he, I got a lot of uh, tips from him. Um, you know, he's not in the business anymore. I'm not snitching, but you know, <laughs> but no, I, yeah, I've been a part of it. I've been a part of it forever, man. I've always been, you know, I love gambling, you know, living mm -hmm. New Orleans. I live across the street from a casino. So yeah, that's, they know me by first name. Right. And so you did some research with an individual that uh, you could just, yeah, I can just I, hop know, on just the throw phone. Exactly. Okay. Ooh. Now I, uh, I'm assuming you still are rooting for the same football team that, that because uh, I, I would imagine Rich. the the Rich. Uh, the wagering uh, you would be dicey in attempting 
Rich. to involve a Falcons fandom Rich. into all of that. Rich, can I talk to you about You may the, talk to me, yes. The last time I saw you yes, sir. was probably the day before the most depressing day of my life. I was in Houston, Texas, if you I'm not mistaken. You gave me tickets to a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That we were up twenty eight to three, and yes, I was sir. texting you like, "Rich, I was about to win the Super Bowl." Yes, and then things happened. <laughs> things happened, and I think that I stayed in Houston for three extra days. I'm quite <laughs> sure I lost a good two years off my life after that game. Um, yeah, man, that was uh, the most depressing time. Yeah, I still root for those guys. We're in first place. We're five and six in first place. Yes, sir. Isn't that something? It is. It's better than being five and six and in last place. I mean, you know, we're going to be cannon fodder for the uh, Cowboys, so that'll be fun. Hmm. Yeah. You think so, huh? Yeah, I know so. Trust me. So yeah. you make the playoffs. Yeah. And you get a home game. Yes. And, and that, the Dallas Cowboys come knocking on your door. And Dak Prescott comes in and throws six touchdowns. <laughs> That's the way I see the future. <laughs> wow. Is that bad? I'm sorry, Atlanta fans. You know, everybody's going to be mad at me for saying this. Well, Calais Campbell's a large man. He he's might have something. He's a very large man. He's a very friendly man, too. He's a, he's a very have friendly Have you met man. him? Have you met Calais? I haven't met him, but he has the greatest voice. His voice is so great. Oh, oh by the way, him. you and him. Yeah, yeah no, I know. I like him. I was like, I, no, I, I was, and he's he's having a really good season, you know, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's getting to the quarterback, and he's stopping the run. I love I love Calais Campbell. Right. Yeah. Now, uh, are you also an individual who might be a fantasy player or a daily fantasy player? And I do play fantasy. I'm in a league. You don't um, have Bijan, do you? I do have Bijan. What do you think about your coach's usage of him? He needs to do better. You know, the thing about it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he used to spread him out. He used to do different things with him. It just so happens that we have three very capable running backs. We got Patterson, we got Algiers, and we got him. So we can um, put him in different places. Like I, I like to touch down that uh, Ritter threw to him. Um, on last Sunday, I think yeah. it's like a 45, 50 yard pass. Um, so, but Bijan is just—he's a weapon. Um, so, need to use him more. I tell you, I was very upset the game that they sat him out. I don't know what happened. I think he had a headache or something, and they sat him out. And then I think I lost that week by ten points. All I needed him to do was just to get like ten yards, and I probably would have won that that week. Yeah, everyone was wondering what's going on with him because yeah. he wasn't on the injury report, and then he wasn't, you know, he wasn't inactive. He wasn't inactive. He was, he was there with his helmet on. You know, I mean, I remember Arthur that. Smith works in mysterious ways. <laughs> Omar J. Dorsey here on the Rich Eisen Show, and you're from Georgia, is I'm that... from Atlanta? Yeah, born okay. and raised. Yes. All right. Any yeah. other Atlanta teams that you're, you're... – um, You know, the Braves, the Hawks, of okay. course, UGA. Okay, so you are Georgia then. <laughs> What? Yes. <laughs> Man, what? All right, so then let's get into this then. Yes. Because you know this weekend mm-hmm. is a large game. Certainly is. You know, I'm a Michigan Wolverine. Oh, okay. Oh, you guys did very good. Congratulations. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Yes. I did a lot. Yes, I know. I um, <laughs> and uh, Chris Brockman, by proxy of uh, his cohabitant and... What, what, you're not your spouse, but she's the mother of your child. His baby's Correct. mama. Your 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 partner in life. Your life partner. Absolutely. Um, he is now a Georgia Bulldog by that proxy. So good man. And I point out to him all the time, in the same way that my school mm-hmm. plays are diehard, died in the wool, big time, top five every year rival. Every year. Uh, Alabama and weekend. Georgia are not forced to do that. No, no, no. It's two it, different. It's, it's SEC East, SEC West. Whatever. Look, we have so, to play against Georgia Tech, okay? It's tough enough, right? I understand that, and that's that's an, that's an, in, uh, an in-state rival of right. some sort. Good old-fashioned hate. But we finally are getting what we should be seeing schedule-wise, but we don't because these two teams eventually make it a, to take on each other. Yeah, More it's, often it's, than not. Look, it's uh, the, so now mm-hmm. comes Georgia versus Alabama. Yes. If Alabama wins this game, do you think Georgia deserves to be in the Final Four playoffs? Well, look, if if was a fifth, we'd all be drunk. Alabama's <laughs> not going to win. But listen, if Great something happens to yes. Carson Beck and Brock Bowers mm-hmm. and they can't play, then maybe if we don't get beat by more than a touchdown, of course, man, we've won 28 straight games. You know, and yeah, but it's for this year. Though. I know, but we've been beating everybody up this year. I mean, Georgia Tech had a nice little. Uh, I think they lost by ten, and they right. lost by thirty. But you know, gotta give the little brother a little bit of help, right? Um, no, nah, but I'm, I think that yeah, I think we should just go in. We're number one team in the country. 
You know, I mean, as long as we don't get molly whopped, I think, I think we'll get it. But we're going to win. I don't even know why we're having these hypothetical conversations, it. Rich Eisen. I understand that. I'm just throwing it out there to okay, you. Okay, throw but it out. That's the question right now, I think. Or the bigger question is if, if Alabama wins, does Alabama make it over Texas? That's the conversation. Yeah, there's a crazy chaos theory that, you know, that could happen. Because if- I do understand what you're saying about Georgia, right. that – to have a playoff, wouldn't you want to have a team that has won the last two? Right. And has won 28 in a row. Right. Despite their loss to one of the best teams in the country in the, in a, if you will, hanging chat of a game. Like, I mean, I, I, these conference championship games, it, 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 it only serves to provide an impediment. I agree with you. For yeah. a team that has already proven over a dozen games that they're right. worthy for it. You know, so, think about it. Like you said with Texas. All right. Alabama slipped up against Texas, right? Yeah. But Alabama's had an has a They've had a good season. It's not been amazing, but I'm saying it's not been amazing. They're 11-1, right? Yeah. I mean – They'd have the same record as Texas, and yes. Texas is like, well, that means we go over yeah, Alabama, yeah. even if Alabama beats the number one team, because head-to-head should matter, and then it's really up to a crew of mostly, you know, uh, the names are known, but we, you know, a crew of folks sitting in a room to decide what's what, and then there's the matter of the Pac-12 as it's no, about to disin- Hey, man, they're, no, they're, no, be careful. Uh, honestly, uh, Oregon okay, and Washington are really good. So, you, Did the- you see, have you seen... Mm-hmm. What Bo Nix has done in in Georgia, his whole career, he's zero and four. What are we talking about here? <laughs> You're loving this, Chris. I, I know. <laughs> what are I love we it. Talking about. I mean, look, they it's, have a fun amazing. time throwing the ball around. The, you know, on the West Coast for the you know for their fans. But when it comes to the real deal, come on, man. It's not okay. the trenches. It just means more, Rich. It just means SEC more, yeah. stuff, man. I know we are so arrogant. Well, not more than my school. Uh, you know Calling what? ourselves America's team amidst well, what's going on. But you SEC, know what's crazy? Right? It's what TCU nice. did to you guys last year and what we did to them. I know that. That is uh, yes. a, uh, that is, that is a, um, especially since we supposedly had their plays. <laughs> oh, no, they changed. They knew about your scheme Dude. and changed the signs. That's exactly. oh, who knows? That's whatever, whatever, whatever's convenient for people to say about <laughs> to try and denigrate Michigan. It's I understand. I mean, but guess what? Happened. I'm here for it now. I'm here for it now. Uh-huh. I am here for the hate, which I never thought I would be for Michigan. I never thought we'd be hated, and I never thought I would want to be here for the hate. But I am 100 percent here for it. I can't wait for it. Y'all beat Maserati last week. Yes, we did. Maserati Marv. Y'all beat Maserati Marv. And I'm like, I was surprised. I'm not even going to lie. Because Harbaugh was nowhere to be found. I'm really happy for you guys. Thank you, Omar. I greatly appreciate it. And I cannot wait to play y'all in the championship this year. I would love that. I'd sign for it. Yeah, I would. I would sign for it right now. And I'm talking to all the smack. Well, you know what? (laughs) All of it. I'm going to be unbearable. Just to bring it all full circle. Do you know where the the game is? It's in Houston. It is that. I don't want to talk about that. (laughs) <laughs> how are the tickets? I, I never really asked. How are the tickets for that Super Bowl? You know who were I'm sitting beside? Who are you sitting beside? Ty Law. And I talked oh. smack the whole game. Oh, that couldn't and have gone well for you at the end. said, uh, Dorsey, are you okay? Oh. I was like, and I just got up and walked away Wait quietly. Wait a minute. You watched the Patriot-Falcon wow. Super Bowl. Beside Ty Law. While you were up 28-3. to Talking all the smack. And then things reversed then it brady brady yeah. yeah and falcons falconed and yes. then what did ty law say to you he smiled said you okay dorsey nice when did you know that you lost that game <laughs> uh you know what I, as a falcon fan you always have a something in the pit of your stomach it was on that holding call it was that last one when julio called the uh, uh, the, the big uh reception that was in one of the most amazing, amazing catches, catches which by the way we be talking Forgotten. about yeah. every super yeah. bowl from evermore exactly yep. and 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 that put them in absolute field goal range Easy until field goal until and then they wound up punting a sack a holding call that was a phantom holding call it wasn't even uh, Chris but Long was Matt Ryan it's fine. had a sack and they, we didn't run the ball i don't understand our running game was was trucking and you stop running the ball and Shanahan just got too cute man you know it's like just run the ball we can just we can kneel the ball three times I thought and it, kick the field goal I thought it was when High Tyrer came up with the the sack force fumble oh sack fumble yeah that's when you're like oh, oh yeah was, that's when I thought it was like uh oh this can really actually happen yeah all right so yeah I'm I'm up for Why seeing you, you in Houston up old stuff Rich? no no because <laughs> you're saying that you want to see my team against your team it's going to be in Houston. <laughs> 
Now I'm going to be depressed. Thanks a lot. No, no. But you've got, well, you've got a hit show coming. So uh, yeah, how's that better? Yeah. Is that better for you? Thank you, Rich. You're welcome. <laughs> Do you got any good blindside stories? Man, you know what? I had such a good time. I remember when we were uh, shooting, and I was just watching Sandra Bullock. And then the real Leanne was there. And I was just looking back and forth. I said, she is nailing this. I told everybody. I said, she's going to win the Oscar. They were laughing. Oh, little Disney. I said, man, she is really so good in this movie. You don't understand. I told everybody that. Mm -hmm. And then come six months later, she walked away with the trophy. I just knew how good she was in that movie and how much work she did and how much she was really reflecting the real Leanne uh, Tui. She's tremendous, man. I love working with her. Were you on the set for any of the actual real coaches coming to set? I was. You know, I was on set when, um, what's my guy? He's coach for LSU. Like oh, Orgeron. Orgeron. He, he was wearing Mississippi State at that time. State gear, right? Mississippi State at the time. But, yeah, right. um, he was there, and I was like, it's the voice. You know, so yeah. Yeah, I had a great time, man. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. There. I met him. Um, he's the only one I met. Though. What yeah. would you have said if you met Saban? Um I'd have been like, yeah, uh, just was he? Is it LSU? He was still LSU, but still, but still, yeah, but still yeah. he might have been at. Um, yeah, but he, he won a triangle. He won a championship yeah. at LSU. Yeah, he did win a championship at LSU. So he's standing yeah. in George's way. It's in, in two different spots. Yeah, he was, wasn't he? He should have stayed with the Dolphins. And like Philip Fulmer was in that movie, right? <laughs> Philip Fulmer, Lou Holtz. Yeah, yeah Lou was there. Yeah, I, you he know was what? at South Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, Lou Holtz. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, Lou was there too. Yeah, I did meet Lou. I met Lou then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's cool, man. Yeah. Was he? Because okay. yeah, I just like you know, you, I'm as a kid, I just remember, you know, all the uh, Notre Dame and and yeah. just, he was like uh, just an icon. Yeah, just to date myself, I was in college then oh, watching really? him. Yeah, Jeez. beat Michigan. Oh, he, and okay. uh, um, I feel differently about Lou. <laughs> I know you do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's my blind spot. It is. Oh man, nah. it's okay. Um, congratulations on this show in advance. I cannot wait to keep talking about it because hey, Nick's man. coming here. Nick Bakai's coming here That's Thursday. Fine. Yeah. You know, Sebastian's been on the show before, as yeah. you have. And um, obviously, um, I'll keep talking about it. Listen, man, Nick. Even though the Chuck. NFL NFL would be like, Bookie, what, what is that? Nah, yeah. You don't get it. Okay. You know, yeah. but it, but right. yeah, but it, it, it looks and it, it's, it's as funny as it comes. So. It is, man. It really is. You're talking about Nick Bakai and talking about Chuck Lorre, man. Those dudes are. Great writers, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? They just put it in front of us, and we just run with it. Mm -hmm. We just run with it. How is Charlie Sheen? Man, Charlie is Charlie is everything I thought he was. You know, he's so much fun. He's so talented, you know. Um, so I was, you know, we, I worked in a few scenes with him, you know, on the show. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, oh, I'm, it's sort of surreal. I'm like, I'm working with Charlie Sheen <laughs> on this show right now. We're just saying lines that he's improv and just Bringing it, bringing. Oh, really? Throwing a hundred miles an hour, man. Sort of like Wild Thing. Yes, yes, exactly like the Wild Thing. He's coming in out of the bullpen, just throwing it, and he was like, "Man, he was so much fun to work with. He's a good guy." I got his number. He gave me his phone number and everything. I'm oh, like, is that right? Let's, let's, fa let's FaceTime Charlie Sheen right, right now. now. <laughs> Don't make me do it. He would answer too. I ain't gonna do it, to Charlie, man. But he would. That's crazy that Charlie Sheen and Chuck Lorre are hey, back listen, together. If, right. if you want to, I know that too. I know that, yeah, man. Like, but you know they, you know they, they, they made magic together, though. I know. Absolutely. They made magic. Two and a half men, and come on. And just to see them together, like I have, like the, I guess it might have been the first time they saw each other since then. Mm -hmm. And we were all um, together, took a picture. I was like, this is history in the making, right here. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. wild. Yeah. Well, I mean, what better way to promote Bookie than to FaceTime uh, Charlie Sheen live? Man, I don't, don't want to mess with Charlie, man. I don't even see, man. I, 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 I met him. The last there. time I <laughs> spoke to Charlie Sheen was at the World Series in 1998. Oh, really? I was working for ESPN Radio, right. and I had a choice to interview anybody in the building for one minute during the radio broadcast. Oh, wow. You getcha. And I saw him. I think it was game th th four. Yeah. It was game four. He was in the stands, and I went up to him, and I, I asked him, would he do it? And he's yeah. like, yeah, I'm going to be in the owner's suite in about three innings from now. Come, and f come find me. Oh, nice. I did, and I found him, and he couldn't have been cooler. He couldn't have been greater. He turns to me at one point because, you know, I was on the Sports Center with Stuart Scott right. at the time, and I would do the, you know, 2 a.m. Eastern one, and it would re air all throughout the day, right. starting at 11 o'clock Pacific. And he turns to me, he goes, at one point during, before, like two minutes before we're on the air, he goes, you know, uh, I don't know if you heard, but, you know, I've, I've had some troubles in my life lately. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I've 
I've read I've read, the, I've read, it, read right. it, Charlie. And he goes, well, you know, sometimes when I was having my troubles, I'd be up all night long. And I'd watch you and Stuart do Sports oh, wow. Center. Yeah. And right around the sixth airing of your show, I would start to repeat the lines that I knew you were about to <laughs> oh, say hilarious. before you said it. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a great story. Yeah, man. Yeah. No. But he was so cool and chill yeah. and, and, and nice. open. Yeah, yeah nice. man. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's, it's great because I, t- I was telling them a story. I worked with his dad, uh, Martin, in, in the movie Selma. And I said, man, your dad came in and was, he had like a four or five page monologue. And I said, man, your dad was nailing it every take. And he's like, yeah, my dad is one of the greats. So I was like, I hope people really realize how great Martin Shane truly is. Yeah. Um, you know, but this is great that I was able to work with him and his dad. Look so, at you, man. Yeah, man. I've had a, I have a charm life, man. I've had a great one, man. I'm not even lying. Well, uh, yeah. I look forward to having you back on. For sure. Uh, certainly for the national championship game. For sure. Oh, yes. Yes. I'd sign for that. To the game together. I'd sign for that. All right. A million percent. Because yes. if it happens, I might be in Houston that night myself. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to keep the tickets We're this all time. going. <laughs> we're, say what? We're all going. I didn't Show know in that. Houston. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, right. This guy. <laughs> uh, everyone, check out Bookie starting this coming Thursday on Max, which you can see right here on Roku. Don't go anywhere. Omar J. Dorsey here on The Rich Eisen Show. Your phone calls and hour number three, talking about NFL officiating in a moment. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I do believe it was the first time that we met. I'm going to bring this up. It was in the city of Houston. That's right. It was the first ever Super Bowl the NFL Network had ever covered. But you and the entire Manning family strolled into the Gatorade suite and... Who did you hear singing karaoke in the Gatorade suite that night? It was a beautiful voice. A Would beautiful you say, like, voice. in terms of... It was beauty. like an angel bringing us in. Mm-hmm. And there, we walk in and we see see Rich Eisen, mm. karaoke, dominating. <laughs> to basically, by the way, nobody else in the room, right? <laughs> yeah, just solo. Just, you know, you get a little wow. practice. There was my, me and my buddy. There was nobody <laughs> What uh, what song, Eli? Uh, that's a good question. Sinatra. Sinatra? I forget which one it was. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. New York, did you New have York, to ask? Or... Yeah. Seriously, 
It was me and my buddy. And <laughs> I remember we walked in and uh, yeah, we joined. Now, but we joined right in. Did you? You did sing, right? You I guys believe. all did get on they, the mic. I think we got up there. You know, we can't turn that down. No, I know. And right. I, it was it, honestly I was, me. It was obviously like pre-cell phone, like pre. I mean, you had yes, cell phone, right. but pre-like no one had a camera. You no. didn't worry about anybody filming. Yeah, so there's and no you, video. You of get up and sing. You saw karaoke. Really. You sang. You That's don't think it. about. You don't think twice. It was just the moment. Yeah, That's the it. moment. You didn't have to memorialize it. It was me, my buddy Doug, and then. It was, I think, your entire family, yeah, probably right? the whole crew, yeah. Your mom and your dad, uh, you yep. and you and uh, Peyton and Cooper. And Cooper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and um, what do you have a go-to karaoke song? Do you like at all? It's changed over the years, obviously. Has it really? Can, yeah, okay. you kind of go with the times. So, you know, Footloose has always been one, you know, really? just because you can kind of dance with it. But mm -hmm. now, you know, it's it's tough. It's tough to do karaoke now. Mm. You're just kind of worried, you know, people are filming all the time. That's then true. they judge, and, you know, I get, <laughs> I get judged enough. I don't need to be judged <laughs> on, on, my, on my singing ability. That's, you know, that's, that's for fun. Yes. Now, you know, it's, everybody's made it too serious. Yes, being on the air with Eli. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's go to the phone lines. Jake in Massachusetts. How are you, Jake? Good, Rich. How are you? What's on your mind, brother? Well, I've got a bone to pick with Brockman over there. Uh, you know, I'm a I'm a longtime New England fan. I was born on a Tuesday, and Tom Brady started his first NFL start on that Sunday. Wow. And, uh, you know. So I you're think, spoiled. Uh, you're I'm spoiled. a man of privilege. So you're spoiled. <laughs> okay. Absolutely, absolutely spoiled. But here's the thing. You know, I've been hearing a lot from you guys recently. Well, not so much you, Rich, but but definitely from, from Chris over there. You know, we want, you know, we want Belichick out. We want to move on and all that. And, look, I'm excited to, you know, the potential top draft pick we're going to have this year. Obviously, there's nothing we can do about it, you know, our season at this point. But, you know, why is everybody, you know, Given up on him. What's what's with the lack of patience huh. in the world right now? Well, so giving up on who? The Patriots or Belichick? Belichick. Belichick. Uh, I just, you know, I'm I think more of the issue is is Bill the GM has failed Bill the coach in the last five years, and so I think I'm fine with Bill still being the head coach. I still think he's obviously still a great coach and still has it in him. We just need to take the GM apart away. Like get, like maybe get the band back together. Call Scott Pioli, get him back up there, or just get a new player personnel guy who kind of, kind of objectively see things from thirty thousand feet. I just think Bill has too much on his plate. And I appreciate the call, Jake. And thank you. Thanks for calling in. I'll just, in echoing the other sentiment that you've been having, um, you best tank wisely. You know what I keep thinking yeah. about. When 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 you keep talking about the the Patriots tanking and needing to tank for you know the the draft choice that you want, you know, I, I will say this: as I'm watching the Jets struggle, as I'm watching the Jets struggle with Zach again because their plan for what happened with Aaron Rodgers went kablooey, and now we're in year three of Zach right, and staring into the abyss again. I keep thinking of Frank Gore and his glorious run for a touchdown against the Los Angeles Rams in 2020 to end the Jets' winless season. For what? Exactly. For what? Exactly. As Trevor Lawrence is about to win the AFC South and about to, for a second straight year, again. take a monster yeah. leap forward with the proper coaching and GMing around him. Tank wisely. But Cooper, our 12-year-old, keeps saying, Dad, are we going to tank? Meaning the Patriots. Yeah, it's happening. And I keep telling him, they are not. They will not. They won't. Because Belichick doesn't tank, man. Yeah, but you start Bill's Mac not Jones tanking. and Bailey Zappi, that is tanking. No, these guys to, stink. Dude, if Chad Ryland had only kicked the extra point, what do you think? That Bill would have switched quarterbacks just to screw up overtime? Of course not. Chad, of course not. Bill Chad Belichick knew. doesn't is not tanking. Chad got the memo from Bob Kraft. I got it. But be careful, is all I'm saying. Because you're in dangerous waters right here, because you have you have a guy who's never going to tank in a million years and you're this close you're so close because so the panthers close. just switched coaches and you never know he might unlock bryce young right, and they might, they might oh, get the yeah. two wins necessary to leapfrog 
New England, and you may have Caleb Williams going to New England. Yeah, buddy. And that's entirely possible right now, but you don't have it. Like, the Crafts want to win in the worst way, and Bill is not tanking. Thank you, Justin Fields, for winning last night. I'm telling you. We can't have Caleb Williams going to the Guess what? Pop got Wemby. Pop was going to retire. Oh, my God, that's true. Phil's about to retire. Oh, and I'm going to get Caleb Williams? Boom, rejuvenated. What if that happens? There's just the correlation. It's entirely possible this is going to happen. Oh, God, no. Entirely possible. We need them to but go you on gotta a lose, man. Run, Rich. you got to lose them all. And you got to hope that Carolina lose, gets, catches some wind because the, the owner wants to win. What is he? he? He's certainly the last thing Tepper wants is to have a one-win season with the guy they just traded up to go get and then sitting there on draft night watching the Bears choose with his pick another quarterback that he's going to be gritting his teeth over Yeah, as a rookie. Like, that's the last thing he wants. They want to win games. Frank Gore scoring against the Rams. And then then the Browns, remember they had, it was the COVID year, and they had every receiver was out. And I thought to myself, of course, they're just going to run the ball because that's the strength. And then they showed up, and Baker winged it around like 50 times, and the Jets won that one too. And I'm like, great. And to this day, the Jets are still reaping that in the worst way possible. Now, the way out of it was to get Rodgers. He's now blown up. And he just went on Pat's show. We we don't have to play the soundbite. He just went on Pat's show, and he's like, it depends on his health and if the Jets are in it. Well, Well, which is which I don't blame him for hedging. I don't blame him. He was never coming back. I don't know. This is such a vanity ego play by him all year. You could call it that, but again, you're not in the rehab process dreaming of this happening and trying to use this as a a way to get through it because I'm sure it's just a miserable existence coming back from an Achilles injury when you're almost damn 40. Come on now. So I'm going to give him that benefit of the doubt. It's not like, look at me. He's using that as, as, as the proper amount of... His whole life is look at me. I get it. You could say that. But he's using that as the proper amount of motivation to get there. And the Jets have just, the offensive line has gotten destroyed. And everything else that they've set up for Rodgers has not raised the level of their game. From Lazard and Cobb to his personal hand-picked play caller. They've all been dreadful. Awful. Dreadful. Lazard for four years, $44 million was a healthy scratch on Black Friday. Come on. So um, my message to New England, tank wisely. Which is is an affront to them. It's an, by the way, it's an affront to the New England franchise that you have loved Doesn't matter. for that, twenty plus years. This is the situation because that is not what they're about, man. This is this is this is what's at hand. I moved to Maine in nineteen ninety three. That's when I really started being a Pats fan. They took Drew Bledsoe that year, number one. Full circle. Let's go. Which is using take, take a quarterback number one. Well, you got to get, get the there. Number one pick. You got to earn it because right now you got the Cardinals to contend with too, pal. Yeah, a lot Cardinals of drafts, are sitting there with two, a lot with of two wins. I've seen have them taking Marvin Harrison. I don't know about that. Oh. Look at that. I don't know about that. And of course, Caleb Williams' parents, who are, or, or you know, or the the word came out of USC that he's he's still considering staying in college. Yeah, right. Is because you know the word is Cliff Kingsbury's been whispering to him, "You don't want any piece of Arizona." Now, Jonathan Gannon has said, I thought, an impressive season so far. That guy's coaching his ass I off, I think man. so, too. They're, they're playing hard for him. But New England's got a ways to go. And they are not going to go into each week with Bill Belichick and the Kraft family saying, how can we creatively lose? That ain't happening. I mean, that was the stat 50 times that this year. ain't happening. Teams have held and, opponents to 10 points or less. All I'm saying is and the in Pats the, have lost both games. In the long run, I keep thinking of that Frank Gore touchdown against the Rams, and it's like, oh, that was great for Adam Gase and all the guys in that team. How does it look now? Do you think Awful. Frank mentions that in his Hall of Fame speech? See ya. <laughs> <laughs> 